0: Hi, this is Bob Williamson. So, I went to a new men's group Bible study last night with a friend, and lo and behold, it was taught by a old friend from some time ago who attended the same church I did when I lived in Isla It's interesting that he is now the pastor of the church where the Bible study was held. The study was of the book of Hebrews, and the subject eventually came around to falling away from God. It was described as someone who was a believer hardening their heart against God. Several theories were explored, but the prevailing one seemed to be that perhaps a person never really had faith to begin with. The pastor's approach changes for a person who is not a believer— versus one that is a believer. While a pastor might be in a position to make such a distinction, most laymen should avoid it like COVID. Getting into the judging game is not a smart move. It's not our job, and for good reason, we cannot know someone else's heart. Basically, the the pastor maintained he's more of a teacher for a believer and puts on his evangelist hat, For the unbeliever, I wasn't going to do anything but listen. However, I warned against putting too much pressure on baby Christians, those who have just become Christians. I've personally known folks who got discouraged because someone in a church, well meaning probably, put too much pressure on someone who wanted to become a believer or a brand new believer and gave them the idea that one has to be perfect to be a believer. Jeez, that's why Christ came. Some folks become trapped in some sin that was developed over many years, and though they want to be free of it, much prayer and effort is required. Addictions to drugs, alcohol, pornography are few that come to mind. Actually, the Bible teaches that the flesh of a believer is the entity doing these things, and the mind and spirit are at war within our own bodies, fighting a battle against a mighty foe that without Jesus cannot be won. This does not give us a license to commit sin, but it helps to understand that all Christian believers will continue at some level even in their maturity, and will be not be entirely free from it until they enter heaven and are perfected by God. David is described as a man after God's own heart, and there is zero doubt that he loved God and made him the focus of his life. And yet, he committed adultery and then had the husband murdered. Reading Psalms, one gets a sense of the shame he endured endured over those terrible sins, and to be sure, God forgave him after he repented. He did not, however, escape the consequences of his sin, and he had much heartache after that incident. Strong lifetime believers should encourage new believers. The Bible compares them to babies, stating they need milk to grow. Milk is hearing the word of God. A baby begins to crawl, walk, and finally run after it grows strong. So does a Christian. But sin is a companion whether we like it or not. When we sin after having achieved salvation through our belief in Jesus, we need not worry about losing our salvation. However, consequences can and will be levied as they were with David and Bathsheba. Even poor old Moses didn't get to enter the promised land due to his sin. Please note, this does not issue a license to deliberately sin. Hebrews 10.26, For if we go on sinning deliberately after receiving the knowledge of truth, there no longer remains a sacrifice for sin. As for me, I hate sin. And yet, like the Apostle Paul, I sometimes do what I hate. Romans 7.15. I don't really understand myself, for I want to do what is right, but I don't do it. Instead, I do what I hate. Romans 7 through 7.25 explores the relationship between the law of Moses and human sin. Paul insists that the law is how he came to know and understand sin in general, and his own sin specifically. He also explains how knowing the law does not make a person holier. It can actually tempt us to sin even more. Paul states as a Christian he wants to do what is right, and yet finds himself doing what is sinful instead. Paul recognized his natural inability to do right and realized his need to be delivered from sin by God through Jesus. Because we died spiritually when we came to fight faith in Christ, Christians have been freed from our obligation to follow the law. Paul says so that the law is holy and good in the sense that it reveals to all who try to follow it just how very simple we are. The law shows us that no matter how good our intentions, we still end up in sin and in need of the deliverance available only through faith in Jesus. Galatians 5.17 For the desires of the flesh are against the spirit, and the desires of the spirit are against the flesh. For these are opposed to each other to keep you from doing the things you want to do. This is Bob Williamson. You got all that? Thanks for listening.